Hello everyone, welcome to the Honest War Gamer. I'm your host Rob. Welcome to Stream Street Day 1 billion and 43. Um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, just brought, John's here. John, thanks for being on the show. Um, Hello. I just want everyone to know I was, we were, well, we were planning uh, on doing our show about the Sin and Bing guy. That was meant to be today's show. Uh, so if anyone pops in the chat later and goes, oh, I thought today was the Bing show. Um, it, it was meant to be, but because I had to spend most of yesterday talking with our designer about overlays, for Super Series for Age of Sigmar, Super Series for 40k, um, and a bunch of other stuff. Like, it became a very long and protracted day, so I wasn't able to do justice to the my homework properly. Uh, and Donald done his, so big shout out to Donald. Um, and so I haven't had time, so we've rescheduled it to Saturday. I know, all the excuses in the land, and I'm sorry about that. Um, but there you go. So, rescheduled till Saturday. It's going to be really fun. Uh, that's what we're going to do. But we're hanging out with John today, and I am painting some terrain. John, I want to know how you are. I think I've fucked up my terrain. We'll talk about that in a moment. John, how Fantastic. are you? Twitch chat, I'm how really are good. you? Yeah, I'm really good. I've been uh, smashing through some of my backlog of kind of painting and kind of jobs, which has been quite fun. So, Such as? What have you been doing? Yeah, it's been quite good. So, so I originally had a load of... Uh, uh, what they're called uh, dawn eagle jet bikes to use as talent masters and kind of prepping for when we go back to doing events they they're quite a smaller footprint to a land speeder okay so i've made i've made an actual talent master so i painted that up which nice. is quite fun um with an airbrush it's so much quicker painting flat panels so been quite cool so much quicker i'm finally Just... getting my airbrush vibe on john uh for terrain yeah. it's um, terrifying at first but it's good it though. is uh, Bing guy is Frank Grimes and Sin guy is home. It tells you all you need to know. Thanks, Prop Joe. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to the chat that we're going to have on Saturday with Donald. Donald in the chat right now. He's done all his homework. He's sorted out. I haven't held up my side of the bargain. So if everyone wants to direct their ire towards me, completely okay. Uh, I get it. Uh, John, uh, are you are you trying to get through that backlog because you can see the end of lockdown in sight? Are you a little bit excited about events? Yes. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Yes, and on Friday I'm going to be playing Warhammer, weather permitting, in a garden. So I'm just like, cool. I better have all my figures painted because I don't really have an excuse. No, you, you no excuse. <laughs> I mean, other than like absolutely uh, the global pr depression that's been brought on by uh, yeah, that uh, hate. Like, that's okay. <laughs> that's all allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. It's nice to have an army on a tray and look at it and go. That is a fully painted 2,000 point army, and it's probably still going to lose because I'm in charge. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that's that's like a given, really, in that situation. Colorou, I'm on track to finish, and uh, I'm for lockdown ends. Yeah, one or two months. I, I actually uh, had a bit of a panic attack yesterday. Like, not like couldn't breathe. So that's really unfair to people who have actual panic attacks. I got a little flustered. Is the correct way to describe that instead of being hyperbolic yesterday? Uh, yeah. Because we might be able to hold events as early as May. It was really only my chat with Tom, who does all of our design work. Uh, well, yeah. other than John, other other designers. He does the, Tom. He does the proper design work. I do the the fudge don't you, stuff. Don't you he do, does some do, very swish stuff. He is a fucking swish motherfucker, isn't he? I think that's yeah. the easiest way to describe him. Um, but anyway, uh, he, uh, we were like, when can we even fit the super series? And we're like, you know what? Fuck it. We might be able to bang five weeks in in May. Um, not in May, like post May. So. That's what took so much of my time yesterday. Anyway, look yeah. at me bitching and complaining. Twitch chat, how are you? What's going on? Uh, what's happening? John, are you well? Uh, anything you want to talk about today? What's happening? Oh, I, I got to see my parents yesterday. That was a bit weird. What? Really? Why? I sat in a garden with them, which was quite surreal. And That's I amazing. had very little to talk about. It was just like, so we, we talk so often, but in person, I'm just, I still have very little to say. How's your dad? Yeah, he was, he was good. I, I, I snuck my head because he's got like a little um, shed at the end of their garden. This is Warhammer stuff, like his wargaming stuff. And I just looked in the wind, like kind of looked in the doorway, longingly kind of looking at what he's got. And my God, if I ever think I've got a problem, I don't. That that dude has got 30 odd years of stuff. It's all very well organized, but there's so much. But it's all painted. But it's just, I was looking in there going, oh my God. And like in the distance, I could see the little box that said Eldar on it. And I thought, one day I'm going to beat them again. <laughs> it's true it's the one person <laughs> one I know I can one... beat because he just doesn't know the rules so it's fine I <laughs> <laughs> oh, like father like son uh, can I uh, shout hey, out uh, hey, hey 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 can I shout I out Colonel Cabbage in the I chat I can't roll dice <laughs> digital or Colonel Cabbage in the chat for donating £3 to the show appreciate it to you Colonel Cabbage 
hello everyone, by the way. Diadrian's off sick work today. I hope you're well and you don't get too oh, bad. Um, yeah, Nathan can finally return to people's gardens again like a traveling gnome. That was a great time last year. I love that. Whose gardens he was in. Yeah, I was really so good. jealous because it was just like it was like he was going to like garden barbecue party. You know, like when you're a teenager and people are having a, a house party, but it's just like a, a garden party where it's basically a barbecue and just like random people turn up. You're like, who's that guy? I don't know. That was Nathan. <laughs> well, can I tell you what, what my current drama is, John? I think yeah. I've messed up my model. So uh, I'm painting this terrain. As you guys can see, I want to get a clear picture here. So uh, I'll give you two. I'll give you the side by sides because I've actually done two. There's the side-by-sides. So, I've streaking grimed up uh, this one, as you yep, guys can, can tell. see it. Yeah, I know you can tell. So, I'm now, I'm now in the process yeah. of taking the streaking grime off. And if I try and get it a bit closer, it's really changed the color quite significantly. And I do want to have it, like, have quite, like, um, I want some, like, realism. Because, like, my paint style is not, like, my, my paint style is normally quite, uh, like, cartoonish, really. Oh, thanks, Scribble Buddy. What? Oh, for fuck's sake! Scribble I, button I know for donated twelve pounds ninety one to the show. That, that's that's the power team. Of course, we want to talk about this in a bit. Yeah, of course. Thank <laughs> you to Scribble Buddy uh, and the power team for donating twelve pound ninety one to the show to get us to forty six four sixty nine sixty nine. Okay. Oh, classic. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, appreciate you all. That's very nice. Um, so yeah, like I so I've stuck a lo- so I stuck a load of streaking grime all over it yesterday, last night, and I was a bit like, oh no, it, have I fucked it up? Um, and I'm taking it off now, and the taking it off process. So if you guys have never done it, you put the streaking grime on, you you take your cotton bud or whatever, or your paintbrush, you dip it in your white spirit, uh, which uh, you don't buy from uh, wherever, you just get it from like your local hardware store, and you basically just just rub it off, basically, uh, click that, and um. Uh, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be honest, John. Uh, it's is it looking okay? A different kind of look overall, would you say, rather than it being kind of just a bit dirty looking? It actually looks like it should almost sit with other stuff that's got the grime on it. Uh, Mark Rock, thanks for gifting a gift subscription in the chat um, to Chemex. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'll put some pictures up after. It's just, it's just a scary process, right? And I like. And I'm a bit against the clock with events coming up, like, fairly soon. So, like, I don't really have time, or I can't really afford the time to fuck up a piece of terrain, yeah. it, either repaint it or reprint it. Um, I know, it's looking all right. It's looking all right. I just want to add a bit of... I want the terrain to look real. Am I yeah. making sense there? Yes. And I do feel so, like... This... Go on. I think you could be kind to yourself, Rob, because we can all look at that and go, that's not a piece of cardboard. Oh, God. You're right. already on a winner there, right? Yeah, you want to bring this up, don't you? All right, we'll talk no, about No, just that. to me, it's like, at least it's a cool piece of 3D printed terrain that someone's at least tried to paint. It's not just a piece of MDF ruin that someone's just gone, here's two colours on my airbrush, that'll do. <laughs> at we'll least you're trying, that's the thing, yeah, right? We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, can, I, uh, can I thank um, uh, number 69 for donating £1.31? What the fuck? Oh, my like, God. This Wait, is becoming too meta for up, me. Can just... people just make up names? God knows what's happening. Uh, <laughs> Twitch chat, you all all right, by the way? Did I just see a moment ago? MJ, what's up? Math Mallow, love that you're here. Played the Garden Hammer yesterday and honestly was so good. Yes. Um, I don't want to like bang on too much about the Garden Hammers for peoples. I'm super happy for anyone's able to get their Garden Hammer in. But mainly, mm-hmm. there's still some people around the world who are a bit trapped in, aren't they? So yeah, like so it's it's, it's easy to forget that certain places might be doing better. So it's like Australia, where they were essentially back to normal. It was kind of hard to watch that from our perspective. So I can imagine if you're always a step behind someone else, maybe it could be a bit tougher as well. So just try to rein it in, I guess, a little bit. In well, no, that's not so to put down anyone's fires. Math Mallow, I'm <laughs> nah. super happy you got one in because yeah. Math Mallow is a fucking absolute treasure of a human being. So I'm really happy he's got like had some fun. And Gitley, I think, played yesterday as well. Yeah. Um, Rob Kelly also got a new job yesterday, I thought. Uh, today? Or today? Or today? I actually got a new job today. I'm trading uh, in sitting at my desk at home from one company to sitting around at my desk for another. Rob Kelly, you've smashed it. Uh, made up names are made up. Thanks for donating a pound to the show. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> it's because it's been done with Streamlabs, isn't it? And you can just put any old name in that. Fuck I figured it out, man. Rob. I'm smart. Okay. Smart. All right. Uh, oh, Tristan's got a 10-man 40k tourney next weekend. Big love to you, Tristan. Uh, we live like lions, so we can play like lambs. Uh, love to you, Tristan. Uh, 
<laughs> and also a big shout out to uh, Fish in the chat. Um, <coughs> John, yes. do you want to bring up the 40k terrain conversation that you uh, you said was quite interesting yesterday? So, when I've been doing a bit of research recently, I know you had as well, kind of looking at alternatives of terrain, because to me, like, at the moment, I've played quite a lot of 9th edition 40k, so I'll frame it that way. The way that, to me, I found the most enjoyable way of playing it is having a good variation of styles of terrain, but also that they're not just Imperial Ruins or like adjacent to that. So I started looking at kind of proxy stuff. So if I could get away with not having just five bits of ruined terrain and a couple of forests, if I could get alien forests or something to kind of work as an equivalent. And they're just, there's a hole in the market. There is a massive hole in the market. So you can get some very nice Tau-esque or Eldari-esque buildings and stuff but they're all very much like you'd use in age of sigma where it's just here's a thing you put on the table and it's just an element there isn't really this whole kind of here's the side of a building or something that's got um like area terrain you have to make your own area terrain as well as the other thing at the moment so that's the thing i've really struggled with so my, my one hot tip if you've got a box from when you bought the kill team box because you just wanted the other models that stuff makes good area terrain that, that Necron terrain. It's the only thing I've figured out it can work for. The doors, put them in the bin. But those little kind of rubbly bits of like Necron cubes and stuff, put that on. That could be craters. That could be a forest. Job done. Like, there's so much There's so much uh, to unpack about this. Bobbin played the game yesterday. One, well done, Bobbin. Big love to you. Thank you to yeah. Childish69, Childish Forever for donating a pound to 69 yes. and any old name for donating a pound. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Chuka, what you think? Garden hammer should be taken further. No tables or mats, just on grass and patio. What? Why not even further? Maybe some no. sort of barbecue and beers uh, to accompany the garden. I would say, John. As someone with quite bad hay fever, the concept of playing on um, on the grass is just dicing with death. I'm just going to be itchy the whole time. It's going to be a mate. That'd be horrible. My opponent <laughs> would be really freaked out because I'd be there scratching, getting red and inflamed, and looking really anxious so nothing's um, nothing different right <laughs> i'm playing street hammer that's what i'm doing the local skateboarders oh, i'm trying to get them all into skate ha- uh, to to um into warhammer because uh, their little skate park is quite close to the venue and they keep messaging me being like oh can we come use the loo rob <laughs> i'm like yes and i'm like by the way if you guys can I interest you guys in warhammer and they're like no nah, we'll stay outside probably in the sun and they're i'm like that will stick to meth <laughs> wow meth jesus john that's rude. Uh, um, it's not a <laughs> uh, So, uh, thank you to Bin Guy for donating a pound. Uh, I hate you, Bin Guy. You're the worst. Um, and also, big shout out to Face and Bases, who's asked, uh, would anybody like to start AOS? He would like to start AOS, but would anyone recommend uh, a Chaos Dwarf Army? No, I don't think I'd recommend that today. Uh, bless that young man's heart on my Twitter. Um, yeah, Gosh. so, John, I've kind of brought this up in other shows before. And actually, we, we brought this up in the WhatsApp chat last night, didn't I? Uh, with yeah. me, you, uh, Tom Layton, uh, yeah. and Nick. And uh, I showed them the, all of the Necron terrain, uh, not Necron, Tyranid terrain that I've been yeah. paint, uh, printing. And sadly, Tom's initial reaction, and like, and there's zero criticism of Tom in this situation. Yeah. His, his immediate reaction was, you need more line of sight blocking terrain. And there was a lot of terrain. I would say there was a lot of terrain on that yeah, on that table. But there were blobs, right? They were kind of elements that block line of sight, but only in kind of a five, six inch kind of aura. Not like the way that an L-shaped rune, like those ruins that people are kind of used to, kind of give you that coverage, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Like I, effectively, uh, what like what John's talking what John's talking about is there was I had four pieces of uh, tyrannidized terrain uh big shout out to sacras munda is where i got these files from oh they were um, gorgeous yeah yeah so really nice uh and then i had like uh, eight i think it was eight maybe ten other bits of like really nice kind of like tentacles and really big quite big pieces as big as this piece really like tentacles yeah. and other stuff but it just wasn't a square and it wasn't um so L. It, so it to me i looked at it and went it's more than five inches tall. Anything that cuts a line through the base would block line of sight. But the fact is that a lot of those, like you look at the WTC loadouts, you quite often have the two big pieces in the middle kind of askewed to each other, and it wouldn't have given that same level of coverage. 
Mm-hmm. And that I think that's the challenge, isn't it? And you don't want to just have bits of MDF ruin in the middle of your table every time because it's kind of the whole thing is that theme, like that that um, tyranny theme you've got. It's like, what do you do to make a similar equivalency? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's, there's a really good conversation to unpack. I just want to very quickly answer a question in the chat, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, go moment. for it. Uh, so one of the first questions is, uh, well, I want to, I need to thank the bin, the sin guy who's donated two pounds, double the amount Ooh. of the bin guy, uh, which is actually only half as many extra rules as he'll stick into a battle tome compared to the bin guy. Like, I think he was working on three times the quota. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, so Creator Gator says, uh, "Good morning. I'm going to my first in uh, in real life tournament soon, and I don't own have many models. I don't know. Uh, I know I won't win much because I'm new and my lists aren't optimized. I'm trying to choose between Imperial Knight list, four Armagers, and three Questorus, a Necron list, four times two any Warrior Bricks, and three Animators and a Technomancer. I would choose the four Armagers and the three Questorus. Mm. Not they're not particularly good in the game." But you'll learn more. You won't have to do as much with your army physically on the tabletop. You have yeah. the same models and the same. You have the same uh, like weapon profiles. You won't have to learn much. So you can just like absolutely like just focus and just play your games, and that'll be much better. Like in my opinion, John, you got any feels yeah. on that? Well, the challenge I'd find if that's your first event and you're taking that quantity in Warriors as well is you will find it's a lot of mo- maneuvering around of models and that's hard work when it's your first kind of session of it. Like I did that with my orcs and it was, it was a, it was kind of a tough start. You do kind of end up having to learn that. So eventually you'll have to sort of embrace that. But the Knights I think is pretty solid because generally they're quite forgiving because they're high toughness. The fact there's less models to it as well is really kind of nice that you can just focus on doing them well, like their positioning. It'll be fine. Oh my god, the the donation stuff today is hilarious, Rob. <laughs> so distracting. How do you cope? <laughs> I don't. I have a fractured mind and personality, thanks to the chat. Um, thanks yeah. to uh, thanks to Faces and Bases and Insert Name for donating uh, different pound amounts. Uh, it's very much appreciated. Um, uh, another question from Kdred is, how do you play Warhammer? I forgot. Uh, good question. Uh, you'll get Roll there. high numbers win sit on objectives roll high numbers do secondaries yeah. right yeah 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 so uh, the point was <laughs> so the point yeah. was uh, get back to the conversation is yes. in showing tom this terrain he was like there's not enough elves and so i put a like a like a tweet up like yesterday to kind of like mm. engage in this conversation and it is just an absolutely mute conversation so obviously tournaments have been happening in america uh, pretty much all through uh, like our lockdown and ma- most of the world's yeah. lockdown um, and they're probably the community that have adapted, be- like adapted and like held tournaments closest to ninth. However, ninth edition like is very much, very much about that terrain, very much about those L shapes. Yes. And in fact, actually, there's a really good conversation about whether or not they've ended up with kind of an aberrant state of the game, where every yeah. single game is based on having four to eight pieces of L shaped terrain on a tabletop. Uh, now, uh, I explained this yesterday uh, to Tom, and I thought maybe this was something the Sigma Bros don't like, like, like 100% get. So we'll, we'll look at this piece of terrain as an example, right? So as you can see, the volume itself, if we were to say that this was uh, breachable, then you would start on one side and you would have to like move your movement the whole way through because you couldn't end up on top, right? And so yeah, they don't you go make... freely through it. Yeah. yeah, so you don't, because it's six inches, this isn't six inches. So, like, um, so what happens is, is you, you cut out or you carve out an L shape where the center piece of the terrain is hollow so that you can move units inside of it. Now, actually, it's actually really, really good for the health of the game because what happens is the L creates a piece of, like, is, uh, like, is blocks from two sides and also the center of the terrain because you can put models inside the volume of the, of the L. inside it then really what you're doing is you're giving infantry a real option to stay safe and survive instead of having to run into the middle they can also because they can move through the wall which is kind of like the the complex piece because they can move through the wall so they start in front of the behind the wall next turn they move through the wall then they do a charge they're able to like control um they're able to control control where they go to so it's actually really good in a shooty type game 
to develop uh, a way to make units really workable. So I like there's no criticism of the mechanic. However, yeah. it's meant that every single board is just L-shaped ruins, like yes. and, there, and then sometimes some forests. And I don't and it know. It tends if to be almost a throwback to the old ITC terrain as well. A lot of the time that it's what they have, I think. So if I they're going to have, if they're going to have like event coverage kind of stuff, they'll have bought a load of L-shaped ruins, the weird like vent things that look like a an A4 piece of wood, but they might ne- necessarily have the other stuff like. Um, forests and craters weren't really a thing that you really saw on tabletops in eighth edition. I, I don't think I don't think you will either because arguably some of the conversation that you might have in the future, like when you do play forty k, you might have a conversation about terminators or uh, some seraphim or something. Really, what yeah. they want to do is they want to run and hide for a moment, for just yeah. for one turn behind a piece of terrain, then they're going to leap into the midfield. So there isn't really a way around it. And so, however. I'm just going to like put them on blast. Some American events have just put what I would describe as the fucking worst terrain. Like, it's, okay, it's not LGT 2019, but it's bad, right, John? When you have cardboard cutouts for pieces of area terrain and someone's paid to attend the event, nah. I question whether that's really on, personally. I would agree. And also, I would lo- want a money. I'd want my money back. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Uh, can I thank uh, John is a better guest than Donal for donating a pound to the show. Uh, also, thank you to Antarctic <laughs> Ice Giant for donating a pound to the show. And finally, can I also thank I uh, Rob Symes Love Sons of Bahamut for donating one pound to the show. Uh, apparently, Love everyone it. has discovered that everyone can get me to say anything they want as long as they donate one pound to the show. Uh, so this, this is much no more way... successful than the, the banning words thing because yeah. that was actually really troublesome to have a conversation. Whilst this, at least, is getting new cameras for live coverage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <just> annoying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, now, I, I, this conversation I feel is a bit nuanced, and you guys might be like, "Rob, I don't really give a fuck about this conversation." And like, mm. I hear you. I do, but actually, it makes like a really, like a really good chat because I don't think, John, I don't know how you feel. I don't think a lot of UK tournaments, Australian tournaments, or fucking tournaments anywhere in the world are really prepped for the no. level. I, I've been talking to Pete, uh, Pete Pratt in the chat uh, over from over in Northern Ireland for a while, and um, about how how to go about putting this like terrain together for your own venue and what's going on, and it's really fucking complicated, man. And that's because that's before not you an get... obvious like guide, is there? It's not like just twelve bits of terrain that'll do. There's the layers of it. It's just it's like, do, do you have the board be symmetrical? Does it does it have to be symmetrical? Even that's another discussion, I suppose. Uh, can I thank Chris Seaton for um, uh, donating? Uh, well, for subscribing for thirty nine months. That's great. Uh, thanks, oh, Doomlek. Oh. Nice to see you. Uh, it feels like paintball versus airsoft, BMX gear and paint pilot barricades versus camouflage, realistic guns and actual woodland. Yeah, like I think that's the, fair. Yeah. No, so, but the the point is this, and this is this is I think really important. Games Workshop have got a game. So if you were to just post a picture, and if you want to go and have some fun, I encourage you to go do it. Get into a forty k group and just put a picture of like two forests and a building, and be like, I'm playing forty k today on this board. People will give you shit they will be like like if you're like tournament prep and you just put three bits of terrain out on the table you are going to get so much crap Mm. for that right because they'll be like oh this isn't how you play this isn't how you do but games workshop don't produce the terrain to even make the boards that they're designed as nor does any other fucking well apart from ishik like so ishik makes it um and you can buy his uh his stuff uh but like I think that there is obviously a functionality versus like yeah. um, looks conversation there, and I don't think Ishigan might be saying that. Um, yeah, and it's uh, very anyway. practical, and it, it's very good to store as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, to a certain extent, says Pete in the chat. I empathise with Eventios when they are posting photos of their terrain and getting flack for it. This is more a terrain than ever needed, and expensive and time consuming. Absolutely, yeah. you're looking to uh, if you're playing forty k, you're looking for twelve to fourteen pieces of terrain on a board. That's a lot now. But the, 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 the trade-off is, and this is really important, loads of people, well, there's a couple of things to say. Loads of people have been playing uh, 40K on TTS, obviously, like everyone's been playing Age of Sigmar, over 
the past year. So people have got used to these terrain boards. People are like, yeah, this is how much terrain you need to have like on a board. And then people are going to go to events and uh, TOs are going to be like, sorry, like we can't produce. Like if you are, if like, if wait, look, what's the maths? If you got a hundred person of event, yeah, it's twelve hundred pieces of terrain. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a fucking and lot. Then, and then you get the situation like so. We- kind of touched on that it's almost like a production lag that you're going to have so since ninth edition you've had all that time for the community to, to just kind of figure out the terrain because it wasn't a clear guide between that and now you've had all that time and that takes a lot of time to produce that terrain and then even and if you're expensive yeah and if you're an established um like a, a event so i was thinking just now like the the capital city bloodbath they had loads of tables all designed for eighth edition you look at those and they were fantastic tables, beautiful, but they wouldn't necessarily fit now. So they're de-tweaking. And then you've got that whole situation of making the terrain match like you're facing, where you just want it to look like it's part of that table. If that table was made by someone two years ago and you're out of contact with that guy, you then like, well, where do I get all the bits for this? And it becomes a whole extra level of inconvenience and kind of struggle because you're just like, I don't need this. I just want to use the terrain I've already got, but it's not necessarily as clear cut now and there isn't any real genuine guidance on how you do that terrain like the gt there pack there as, a, as a thing that you're supposed to just pick up and go right here you go i can go to an event with this or even run an event from this it just says put some terrain on the table That's so i it. can empathize i can <laughs> empathize with the tos in america who've got this and i mean awful cardboard cut out terrain unpainted sometimes yeah, yeah? And then they've got, well, and I cannot forgive them for all the logo mats that they've got on the table as well. And it just doesn't look like a game, it doesn't look like like a fantasy battle game. It does look like, it looks like some sort of mechanical chess, you know, uh, situation. Like, And I get the, ex- I get the expense, I don't know. I feel like I'm bitching now, so I'll, I'll probably move the conversation on. Yeah. But, like, it's a very, it's fascinating that a billion dollar company and a game that's so fucking big so so big that it's about to become an esport sort of thing and you can't even i can't go to a website and go i would like to buy one bundle of terrain please can't yeah. do it you can't it's, fucking it's do a, it it's a hobby where people have got money and are really good at spending that money on the hobby just give people a bundle that not even a reduced bundle just here's the stuff that's a, a bundle that gives you all the terrain you could need for a table people just click and do easy I'd probably uh, be a sucker and do it as well. Okay, yeah, right? Thanks for don't, donating five pounds to the show. That's nice. I want to get back into 40k, but all the secondary train rules are putting me off uh, and not ignorable like AOS. Uh, the, the, the train rules shouldn't put you off at all. The, tra- the, the point about the train so rules good. is that they're fantastic. Oh. The, the row, well, not the row, the point that I'm trying to make right now as Ron is that the train rules make the game far more exciting it's a more exciting game i think it's a better game it's like like high fives on the game being better because of the train the train's like the train smashes it what's frustrating is that is that producing that effect on the tabletop for yourself is challenging uh, yes where i'm at and that's time taken away from doing your armies as well which sometimes if you're very limited on time it becomes an extra army essentially if not more yeah uh uh, 40k terrain pack or AOS terrain pack would make a mint. Gabawaki, yeah. Uh, I mean, I literally spoke to a designer yesterday. I was like, not for me. I was like, hey, do you want to make loads of money? And they were like, yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, design these files. And he was like, would people want that? And I was like, literally, not, <laughs> yes. do, not would people want that. Every TO, local gaming store in the world needs it. It's not want, it's need, which is like pretty interesting, I think. Um, uh, it just seems like uh, much to learn and remember. It's really not that complicated. It's really not that complicated. Uh, my advice, if you're wanting to learn the second... Oh, we're, we're losing you, John. I'm not sure. Every gaming club as well. Uh, although John's face has paused on an absolutely epic picture there, so that's brilliant. We'll just wait for him to come back in a moment. Similar enough to if you've ever played kind of games that rely on that sort of mechanic. Uh, we lost the, your entire uh, point, John. Sorry about that. If you oh, start shit. Again. I was gonna, I, my suggestion was picking things like kill more or things like assassinate just for simplicity if you're trying to pick up the basics of the of the, the secondaries. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, just yeah. for simplicity's sake that don't don't jump in on some weird kind of secondary from a codex because it's a lot right it's a lot to pick up uh it's a lot <laughs> my house went through a tunnel i'm guessing scrivlet's sat on her computer because she's she's at home today so she's probably rinsing the internet yeah probably uh the um the the point that shelf loathing has made in the chat is the problem that every person who's trying to kind of like face hits when they have this conversation. Someone says, and shelf loathing, no criticism of you in this situation. TT combat do decent MDF terrain. Yeah, not sure they're optimized for 40k though, so therefore, unworthless to me. Yeah, <laughs> like... it's it's that weird thing where it could be a really p- pretty piece of terrain, but if it doesn't serve the very function that I'm needing, so specific keyword kind of function i'm out a lot of the time but then so then john if i flip the conversation to age of sigma right age of sigma yeah. could massively benefit massively benefit from the 40k keyword style system and i would argue 100%. more and i would argue more terrain on the board like we see in 40k as well you see almost none <laughs> like yes i played a game against seraphon on tts um last monday tuesday uh-huh. um essentially he could shoot whatever he wanted there was no the terrain. Hide. W- the, the terrain meant nothing. It was just things I couldn't walk through. That was it. <laughs> I was like, after playing forty k for like six months of the new version, I'm like, so what's this terrain do? Oh, okay, that one I can't be within an inch of it, otherwise it might hurt me. <laughs> just how, yeah. How did like you feel as a forty k player and like like just having the opponent be it. able to just strike at you at will? I just missed it a little bit. It it felt like it was a stage behind in that respect. Normally, Age of Sigma feels like it's the one that's got the cool improved mechanics sort of thing. It feels like it's the one that innovates first, but the terrain, not so much. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I think I missed it because it's, it's a depth thing, right? So, um, the, the bit I really like about it is not necessarily the line of sight blocking element of it. It's more, if you're shooting through woods, minus one to hit, or if you're walking through craters, it slows things down. So it becomes about where you position and deploy stuff as well. It's not just always about the shooting. Mm. Yeah. I wonder what everyone in the chat, such a different game. Yeah, I want to know what everyone in the chat's feelings are on it. I think this is a, an interesting convo. Um, uh, yeah, man. Lumos Lords basically, uh, basically basically ignore all terrain. Between fly everywhere, no line of sight for Sentinels. T-Man Cash, I agree with that. Um, uh, Gitley says, the question is, should the rules be ergonomic or the terrain? Uh, it's a great question, I would say, Gitley. I would say that I would like to see the terrain have an effect on the game, but this is a personal point. Like, I think what the 40k terrain does well, which is why I talk about it a lot, is it creates great, it creates a, it creates a board. You feel like you're yeah. playing on a battlefield as opposed to a flat surface. And therefore, there's a few, there's something else to consider. You know, you talk a bit about like secondaries are a good example from 40k or even secondaries yeah. in Age of Sigma. You're playing your game, trying to win the primary, but also there's secondaries that you've got to do and you've got to think about as well. With the terrain, it's an additional thing on top. It's like, oh, actually, if I deploy here, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get around there. Whereas Age of Sigma, you just gun it. You just, like, yeah. fucking straight line, like a, like, yeah. So, um, Mr. Tiger says, as an AOS player, I would like to see terrain play a big role in the game. Uh, logical for trains in AOS. McGready is not happy about that. Mandali says, terrain rules from 40k, I want to see somewhat translated to AOS 3. Uh, Balling and Manchild says, uh, condensed rules in the easy fold layout in order that you would play the game. With- oh, sorry. Anyway. Um, uh, MJ Pegasus says, I think terrain, what keywords in AOS, bringing it into line with 40k is a no-brainer. I don't see a drawback. Good. Good. Uh, is, uh, Joe PLC says, uh, that is that only because you've been painting terrain for a month, like painting a new Snesh Army and seeing a new Battle Tome? Yeah, like, I'm very... Obviously, because I'm only painting terrain for fucking... And printed terrain. <laughs> like, I'm, like, uh, it, it, like, it's the emotional honesty of where my head is at at the moment. But also, like, I'm the sort of person who, like, I don't settle for, like, Oh, just print some stuff out, or, or like I'll just buy some stuff and I'll stick it down. Which is how the yeah. printing kind of thing came about before Christmas. Is because there there needs to be a line of best fit, a most efficient and economical way, but also like a best way for the. I don't want people to turn up here and be like, "Yeah, it's all right, Rob," but like you know, I kind of got shot off because the terrain like was crap or whatever. Like I don't want that conversation to be something. I want it to be like I want it to work and make sense, right? And normally. Tournament gaming is what makes sense and works, Yeah, unfortunately. And, and, and you can't sit there going, this is what's wrong at events, and then do exactly the same yourself. You've got to kind of stand up and go, right, 
this is this try, is what John. needs to be done. We'll do it. Try. Yeah, but that's try. not your mentality, though, is it, Rob? You're not going to sit there and go, "Ugh, Warhammer World boards," and then buy Realm of Battle boards and put them in the arena, are you? I'm unlikely to put any Realm of Battle boards <laughs> in the arena. Um, I'm disappointed, but I was I hoping. <laughs> one board that's at a complete 45 degree angle because it's it's a downhill board and you're like cool I'll put my models down I <laughs> was so I was having my cereal this morning and I was looking at the cereal box and I was like this kind of make a fucking great L shaped bit of terrain if I just fucking sprayed it and I was like no Rob <laughs> don't even need to spray it Rob you just get two glue them together or sellotape them together done uh, <laughs> Uh, I definitely think uh, Gitley says terrain should have an impact, but maybe not be the point of making certain units unviable, even in terms of being able to move anywhere. Uh, Gitley, I don't think there's ever the I don't think ever the idea that terrain should be used to make anything unviable is a suggestion from me. I think uh, that isn't what I would consider right. I do think being able to change the veracity of some units uh, because of how terrain is produced on the board, I think, is really positive. Yeah. Like we're talking about, the reason the terrain for 40k is really really positive because it makes infantry better. Yes, it makes infantry or, better. Or situationally, like I made the one mistake in one game where I, for one, I deep struck some terminators, but two, I put them down next to a a, a crater, not really paying attention to the rules because it was still quite new, and then went cool minus two to my movement, and then my little boys are just going very slowly. So then hindsight, and I'll look back at those sorts of games and go right, if I'm going to drop terminators or something like that, if I'm going to redeploy something it's probably not going to be near craters. And that then influences how everything else is deployed as well. Mm. And that's what you do in a real-life battle. You wouldn't go, right, let's go put all of our high-value melee units right in the open there. Well, you're going to hide them. You're going to put them somewhere, aren't you? It makes sense that the terrain has an impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another great point by the Dreadwoods, actually. Really solid point. And also, I'd love your thoughts because I know it's an international audience. So I'd like to know what you guys think all around the world. Because, Dreadwoods, I think your point is actually only really locally true. Uh, maybe in the UK. Not sure about Europe. Um, uh, so mm -hmm. uh, in the UK, the Age of Sigmar community for a long time, um, uh, and the Warhammer Fantasy Battle community, uh, they were bringing their own terrain to events. So they wouldn't, it would be a, a situation where you would bring <laughs> your own terrain. Uh, however, 40k, that wasn't the case. I don't think that's right, John. I think mainly you turn up to a 40k event, the train's provided for you, right? Yeah, and I don't think I've ever been to... I've been to several different Wargames clubs, and you speak to most of the players there, and they don't even own their own terrain a lot of the time because you're used to having it either supplied by a club or supplied by the events. So, Yeah, uh, thanks to uh, Gwazba... Uh, brilliant terrain for donating a pound to the show. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah, that's right. I got around you. Yeah, Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> same in Australia. Kuro, thank you. Uh, bring your own board. Sorry, Greg, BYOB. I uh, <laughs> uh, just got a cover in TSN logos. Can you get that's 100% the plan? No, it's not the plan. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. Um, uh, not a suggestion from you all, uh, uh, from you at all. Some of the WC terrain means you basically can't field a knight or a super heavy tank, etc. Yeah, yeah, no, I agreed. Uh, I understand that. I think <laughs> I think they genuinely want that to be the case. Uh, although the the, the terrain uh, in uh, the WTC packs is light, medium, and heavy, and I personally think that that's actually uh, again brilliant because I think the idea that there's a standard level of terrain is actually yeah. again a bit of a misnomer, right, John? Like having a board that's intentionally vary. dense and then a board that's intentionally light, and then there's a standard. I think that that's really, 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 really good, actually. Uh, and like, um, and I would kind of like to see uh, like a tournament like mix it up between all three, uh, but that's again probably quite wishful thinking. I just think it's it's a lot to put on independent TOs around the world. It's a lot to be like, hey guys, uh, for this one game, you need to produce loads of fucking terrain that makes sense. Yeah, there's no support for this. Off you fuck. Yeah, like it just feels like a lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, even just like for like your local club that goes right, I need to supply tables worth of terrain because this is what I this is what we do and it's how we keep ourselves ticking over. The minute you introduce this as a, as a thing, you then got they've got to then consider what terrain do we need, and that's quite a stressful and anxious thing. If if you're especially a club that only isn't just forty k, if that's only like two or three tables at a time, that's a distraction that they probably don't need. And it's an added cost as well. Yeah, anyway. 
we've talked about it a bit. Nah, and like, and if anyone, if it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, it's, it's a problem. It's, it's as simple yeah. as that. And also, if you guys are like listening to this show from anywhere in the world, you have a local gaming club that you plan on playing out when lockdown is over. If you are really into 40k or even Age of Sigma, I'm sure they wouldn't mind a message being like, "Hey guys." Like, can I come around and pick up some terrain, or do you want me to paint some up, or something like that? Or, you know, if you want to kitbash some terrain for your local gaming store, I'm sure they're not going to mind at all, yeah. truthfully. Um, so, you know, we talk about a lot about... Sorry, John. Uh, we talk a lot yeah. about supporting our local game stores, but that's a way you could really do that, right? Yeah. And Mandolis has just touched on the, the kill zone scenery boxes are meant to be kind of a, a wonky version of that Games Workshop do. So they did, when they released Ninth uh, Edition, they did the Manufactorum terrain. They specifically did that in boxes. So there's one box that's meant to be the size for an incursion, which is half a, a strike force board. But they also did cards for it to tell you what all the terrain did. Did not get picked up by the community because it was stupid. <laughs> I got some of the train just to see what it was like, and it was basically like having pretty-looking MDF ruins. In what way? It's literally just L shapes, but they're, they're two bits of plastic you stick together with, a, and then a floor. That's it. But it's just pretty plastic. Yeah. So, yeah, missed yeah. opportunity, but yeah, great missed opportunity. Hopefully, maybe yeah. something that they approach themselves in the future. Yeah. Um, like, but what's fascinating is right now. You're looking at attending like huge, huge events uh, yeah. in America, like, you know, maybe towards the later part of the year. Like if you're attending like a 40 gay event like uh, LGT, as an example, you're like, you've got to be like, well, those guys got to be working hard right now on that problem. Uh, because that is, like we said, you've got 100 players, it's 1,200 mm. pieces of terrain. <laughs> like, like, it's a lot. Uh, like, think, like, get that in your head, but like, that's actually quite a bit. And I promise you, it's more than likely going to be like snap together cardboard boards, right? And I guess probably yeah. it's just something we have to get used to, John. Yeah, I, I think it becomes, you'll get that situation where, uh, look at uh, in 8th edition, you'd have some events where they had just whatever bits of terrain they already had thrown together, or you'd get the complete opposite end of the spectrum where something like the LGT after their foobar with the train the next year they had their own MDF packs and it became a very sanitary kind of very basic, like, here you go, here's this very functional table. So maybe we're going to see those tiers of different sort of styles of events. So if you're going to your small local club, they're probably going to have whatever terrain's available whilst maybe there'll be your kind of more bespoke events where you'll pay more for it. And then you do get the cool terrain and that might be the yes. trade-off. Yeah. And it's not easy because, uh it's a full-time job producing terrain, as, you've, as you've, you're showing right now. Fucking <laughs> and loathe it. Like, I have, I have no words to describe the level of panic and hatred I feel on a daily basis. Uh, just picture Charlie Kelly, season 14 of Always Sunny, is where is me as a person. Um, anyway, uh, 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 Pete has also made a really good point in the chat that he, him and his club have um, the Sector Imperialis stuff, which yeah. is actually really functional if you build that up. Um, uh, very practical, and it looks fantastic. But a board worth in his club costs £450 yeah. for a board. Like, it's just not happening. Like, we're not doing it. Um, uh uh, I think I might make myself uh, a board for Holmes's Colleroo. I think that works. Uh, when I went to Warhammer World, says uh, Mandolis, a few years back, and I had to meet with the great John Bracken, he told me that AOS should have four lines of blocking pieces of train on a 6x4, 40k of 6. Since then, I've tried to replicate on all my tables I do for my events. So that's over in Australia, in Canberra. Uh, so mm. big shout out to him. That's a good suggestion. Um, uh, they could really do a subsidize in a handful of magnet clubs that give it to Bad Moon cheap and it'll drive uh, sales from visitors. Yeah, like, that, like anyway. Anyway, 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 I th I think that probably at looking to games workshops probably the mistake on this front. I think the right way to look about it is the three D printing world. Like, I guess my problem is is there's just not a designer that's making this right no. now. And as soon as that no. designer's like, here's the STL you can download and start printing. Like the Pete's five hundred pound like board, for instance, is two printers, and in a month's time that'll be four boards worth of terrain once those once those files are done. So I think it's a question of um, of when, not if. Uh, yes. And then, and then, and then, and then the problem will be pretty much resolved, which will be really excellent, I think. Uh, so, 
It's it's a short term about something else. Exactly. It's a problem that I think is going to the community will resolve it it itself, even if Games Workshop doesn't quite keep up the pace with terrain, because I feel like that's they've they've always been a bit behind on, right? Yeah. Uh, So Chukwuti says twenty seven thousand five hundred pounds for a full tournament, fifty tables of Games Workshop terrain. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, right. Other questions from the chat about absolutely anything that for some reason isn't terrain because for some reason we got I mean it was a good conversation yeah um, because it's you're going to see a lot of, you're going to see a lot of pictures and or coverage coming out of America um over the next few months I think and then obviously the UK and it's going to be like oh boy what are we seeing here uh, I think because I put a picture up on Twitter and someone just wrote back what the fuck is that it's yeah. like, <laughs> like <laughs> uh thank thanks to uh um well, please, uh, Taka Mabak, uh, for donating a pound. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, hey, Hams fan, uh, big love to you. Have a nice day. Um, what's going on with those Q-tips? I am, uh, so the Q-tips are to, uh, take off. So there you go, John. I've, I've been working on this for about an hour now. I don't know if you can see any real difference, but it's much, again, much darker than... Yeah, than the whole one. tone of it, it's, it's... There's less of the blue. It does look more grey than blue. The the grey now. Yeah, it does. But I'm I like it. Sure. I, I I think I prefer it. It's a bit more grim dark kind of look to it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I just I mean it, you would have to wash the other one as well. I think like otherwise it would yeah. just look like weird. But I think it's a, I think it's a nice vibe. Um, You're really good really, at rubbing I, these I, off, aren't you? Yeah, perfect. Uh, it's what I'm going for as well. I really want like something that looks a bit like uh sinister i guess for for terrain and a board so that's nice. so is that gonna be sinister terrain then rob always uh, nice I see know. i I know, I know your rules now i can make jokes about them too uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rubbling i rob, love it <laughs> uh rob kelly i have a question actually when you start running events again are you going to continue including painting meta show the painting meta show somehow? <laughs> I would like to. We, we've got a light box set up. Actually, I think one of the plans is to take pictures of all of the armies that attend. I think that's a nice little thing. I think one of the things about having a smaller venue is means you can be more bespoke, which is quite nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. Um, when is the Lumineth list show? Oh, great question. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking to Chris. We're going to be talking about 40k STLs and generally the conversation around that. Uh, Friday? Uh, it's not Friday. Saturday I'm talking to Donal. It's not Friday anyway. So. There you go. Um, uh, was the grime left on for a long period? Uh, I left it on since last night, so maybe about twelve hours, uh, maybe fourteen hours, probably not that long. The longer you leave it on, the harder it is to rub off. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, <laughs> so the longer so, you leave it, the worse it gets. Basically, so yeah, I, the, I think not to leave streaking grime on for too long, basically. And this has taken me fucking ages to do what, like basically an hour to do one bit of terrain. So it's probably not something I'm going to do on the other boards because uh, it's probably uneconomical time-wise. I don't have this much time to do it. So no. um, Maybe that's the sort of thing that you can look at doing for stage two. So once all the train's done, add that sort of extra layer to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can do? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I'm just, a, I'm just a bitch. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, aren't I, John? I just want everything to be good. I know, uh, and but... that's what's great. That is great. Uh, yeah, I just want it to look fucking mint, right? Like You should play on like fucking great boards. Like absolutely should be like like it should be what you like you spent all that time painting your models yeah it should look fucking mint <laughs> then, you, then you put it on a table covered in cereal boxes and you think <laughs> I've been fucking mugged. logos and, and you paid fifty quid for the ticket for that one day event you're like great I'm not even gonna win because I'm shit at the game brilliant <laughs> <laughs> um, I use it both the light and dark sweet and grime I find only using one makes it look a bit flat says Rob Kelly oh thanks Rob because I saw your stuff actually you put up on Twitter once it was really nice uh, so I've just been using the winter streaking grime at the moment but if anyone's got any suggestions I saw someone in the chat said zip zap wrap said oil or enamel wash washes in 30 minutes uh, did you airbrush the grime no I didn't because I'm pretty certain it would have clogged up the airbrush I don't know if you can airbrush the grime uh, but it's quite easy to paint on um, it's the taking off that's the problem um that's what she said. Is there a painting standard it should apply that should apply to the terrain? Yeah, man. Like, I think so. Agreed. Hey, Dan Brooke, what's up? Um, oh, you can spray it on. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't use a good airbrush. No, I just wouldn't do it anyway. You can do it as quick with a brush, I think. I think that's not a drama. Um, I don't know if this was the right piece to do on either, but oh, fucking God knows. 
like you guys have been on this adventure with me for a year learning to paint <laughs> this isn't the show it's like i will teach you today how to paint this is like hey guys i'm trying where you at like, eventually you'll stop just dipping your brush straight into the pot and then straight to the model exactly uh, yeah uh, uh, facing bases, absolutely. <laughs> uh, there is potential for that in the future, but uh, we're just doing the terrain first, so that'll be later. Hey guys, ID, hope you're doing. Uh, in addition, um, uh, Colonel Cabbage, after you've done your base layers, uh, shoot diluted shader through an airbrush at, from a low angle with low pressure, then shoot your highlight from a high angle. That gets nice results. It should be already too much, yeah. too many words. And, and if it's quite thin, if if it's on the surface but not starting to uh, run. If you get a, a hairdryer on it, it'll, it'll help avoid the running as well. <laughs> I've learned that one recently. Fucking God. This is so much effort. Uh, <laughs> so much effort I don't want to do. Fucking hate painting. Uh, can we go back to a year where I was like, I hate painting. Hate. And like, the past year, all you've been able to do is like paint or play TTS. It's fucking awful. Oh, God. Uh, John, uh, have you got uh, any games lined up for in your garden? Uh, Twitch chat, so you got any I've games got... lined up in your garden? I've got one on Friday, and I'm supposed to maybe do one tomorrow, but I need to see because I've got actual work to do tomorrow, which is dreadful that that's already getting in the way of gaming. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, when does the toy shop open again? Uh, it should be on the 12th of April, which I'm really looking forward to, because um, at the moment I'm doing click and collect for just the GW stuff. Literally, I've ignored every other customer, but the Games Workshop guys, I've got their back. So I've got Curse City boxes turning up beginning of next week and I'm, I'm looking forward to that one actually that's gonna be fun i think uh, oh, it's yeah, gonna run out curse... on saturday oh my are we gonna just take a quick moment not to get depressing but like everyone get your f5 or is it f4 button ready f5. yeah yeah f5 you need to sit right in front of that computer three days to go right like yeah. and everyone that i know locally has been asking all their local shops and stuff are you getting how many are you getting in and stuff? Because everyone's they're spooked after Indomitus, so I can see Saturday is going to be a mess. Saturday's going to be fucked. Yeah. So fucked. for us third-party retailers, I had my phone call with my um my um sales agent on Monday, and as we were going through the conversation of how many boxes, all this sort of stuff, she went and how many books, and then she looked to see the, the stock availability on the, the novel, which comes right. with one character card, so it's the only way to get a character's actual card. Already gone. What, and this was Monday gone? morning. Yeah, well, the novel could, you that comes could, with one card to You're not allowed to, allowed to order it for your shop? It's, it's out of stock for us already. So that book is going to become gold dust already. I mean, they probably should put an announcement up before Saturday saying that they're going to make more, if they plan on making more. It feels like it's going to be not quite Indomitus level, but still that much of a shit show on Saturday. And I, I don't like to be too negative, but... I can see it coming now. It's it's like watching a car crash in slow motion yeah. waiting to happen. I just Yeah. It's gonna be nuts. It's just in my opinion, it's like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna intentionally skip uh the internet on Saturday. I don't wanna yeah. listen to it. I don't listen to the <laughs> complaints about it, the complaints about the people complaining, the justification for why Games Workshop needs to make money, can only make so much. We've been through this all before. Don't wanna I'm just gonna avoid social media on Saturday. It's just one I'm just like, cool. They yeah, can cool, yeah, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't, mean, doesn't mean I need to interact with it because I'm just yeah, like, I don't need, cool. I don't need to be it's a part, part of my day job, community. but that doesn't mean I need to get annoyed by it. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> skip the internet when it's your job, lol. I'm just not doing it. I just don't think the conversation's healthy. No, like, it's not good. Um, it becomes a situation where you're just sitting there going, "They're still fucking up, guys." It's like, yeah, we can keep doing this every day, every day of every week, but it's not going to change anything drastically. So let's have a conversation about something that actually helps us. Yeah, because at the moment, I would just—I think if all you ever did was sit literally ragging, you'd probably feel pretty shit. Yeah, yeah, you, you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll update you on Saturday to telling you on Saturday the sentence made no sense. Uh, what did that say? Who said that? <laughs> The problem is they have is the sprues, not just paper stuff from China, like the rules assembly yeah. guide. It's led to pint and pain and soon cursed city shortages. Yeah. Winner yeah. which of Singai um, and Bingai wrote the character rules for AOS. All Rob Kelly, we get to find out. I'm excited. Ooh. What up, Z? Singai, can you hear me? Um, um, so that's the other one. It's like, if you want your codexes, as soon as they come out, buy them. Aren't the codexes sold out? So Codex Drakari 
Yeah. Tried to order another one in for one customer. Gone. Death Guard, still out of stock. Still. Sold out? Yeah. Still can't buy it. So if I wanted to get into Death Guard tomorrow, I can't buy the Codex? Unless somewhere already has stock of it. Not not happening. Wow. So uh... there's there's some big issues. But they are all still printed in China, so they might be on the Suez Canal right now. That's insane. Who Who would win? The the, the the plague boys of the forty first millennium yeah. or one just big buy the digital copy, Rob. Huh? Just buy a digital <laughs> copy, right? It's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Oh my god! Like, how can you have sold out of your co- like a codex? Like, like, oh. there's no way they're like, oh, okay. Well, maybe they're just doing really well. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about the fact that they're just making fucking shit tons of money? They're like. They're like, oh, we think we'll sell 10,000 Death Guard codexes and they sell 40,000. They're like, oh, fuck. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, Robert, it's, it's like that situation. Oh, but big like, shout out to, if you are in the, the UK, if you are in the UK yeah. and you do want to get one, Bad Moon Cafe have five in stock. John, can you not buy from Bad Moon Cafe and then just put the price up on your own website? So, I don't, I don't, it's for one, one of my local guys. So, what I'll do is I'll just tell him to get it from there because at the end of the day, supporting someone important. So, yeah, yeah. The way I treat it is like it's a sales and sale, but at the same time, it means he gets his book finally. So, but yeah, maybe Rob, they had this whole thing where on the spreadsheet it says as their goal they need to sell exactly fifty thousand copies of this codex. They sold them. They're like, cool, no rush now. We've sold them. We've we've hit our target. It's all good. We, I guess we don't it is a target, it. isn't it? I guess like they make ten thousand copies. Let's say they sell them all. They're like, fucking bang on. What do we want to do? Like, not like we don't give a shit. Like we made and our pr- money. And print's a funny one. It can take forever to print something. Lead times on printing, especially if it's done as litho printing, it can take weeks to get a slot. And what then is the product a, can, itself... I, can I ask a question? Like, because I think yeah. there's some business guys in the chat that might be a little bit more savvy than me. Yeah. So, like, I've always called it leaving money on the table. Like, like, which, like, I don't think is a, a particular. Like, what's the what's the term? Like, how do you how do you assess? I'm not saying you not, might know this, John. But like, how do you assess when you leave? Like, so let's say I have something that's out of stock, like yeah. they do have with the codexes, for instance. What's the term, or how do you even really assess how many sales you've lost, or is there even a way to understand that you've lost sales? If that makes sense. So a good example, Games Watch probably have a good gauge for that. That if um, if something's out of stock, I don't think they're doing this currently, but they had it where you could say request for when it's back in stock. That is a good way of them engineering. Um, kind of knowing what that number is. So like if, if 50 people say we all want the Ravenwing upgrade sprue, they'll know that they could at least sell 50. Oh, apparently it's called opportunity cost. Uh, I'm yeah. going to go read up on that later. That sounds really interesting. Maybe there'll be a YouTube guy. It's like, hey, businessman, do you want to learn about opportunity cost? I'm like, I do, thanks. Tell me all about that. Um, it's not opportunity cost at all. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because all... maybe it's also that there's that whole making... F- uh, uh, engineering scarcity isn't there as well so some of the time they may be doing that as well kind of that whole I've got to buy it for the fear of missing out uh, I don't think that's the case I don't think they're smart enough for that like yeah. who, who nah I don't think it's that they're not fucking supreme t-shirts yeah. are they <laughs> so, it'd be so good if they go, were though Big Goldfish has said about them printing European codexes in Nottingham they may have but so far only Space Marines so far of the Six ninth edition books I've picked up. Space Marines is the only one that was printed in Nottingham. Everything else has been China. So I don't think they've split their capacity, their, their production that way. Uh, okay. Uh, Donald says you could look at the product detail views on the page and apply the conversion rate. Croak is out of stock. I guess there's also like people like you as independent stockies. You're like, hey, yeah. I'd like to order five Death Guard codexes, and they must have like a chat a tally of how many people they've, want to. And they've that, got right? two different warehouses for for handling that as well, which I always thought was quite bizarre but also makes some sense because otherwise we could rinse it before the public get to buy and they probably still want to sell it direct as well because of the margins. Uh, so Ziggy says it's a good way of maintaining control of your costs is you know 50,000 copies makes you profit margin you plan for. If you print 100k and then you have to store 50k of them, the money you tied up in stock yeah. warehousing costs, etc. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think and- they're masters of FOMO. I think they're just idiots. Um, but like, I think, it's I think they're just also they're all also for wanting things. <laughs> also, can we also talk about the fact like let's just headline it for a moment and like stop putting it down on them. They're doing fucking well, man. 
And that's actually great news for us, is there's just a fucking lot of people playing Warhammer. So like when we go back to events, it's like a load of new mates. It's really fun. Yes. Like just got a load of new mates who we can meet from all across the world. That's actually a really exciting time. Like as a as a positive takeaway from that. There's a bunch of people, also loads of new people, and that's great news because they're probably going to be rubbish. So that gives us a great opportunity to beat them at a tournament, John. Great yep. news all around. Yeah? Like cuz yep. if the average skill level gets lower, <laughs> I might I'm win better. something. <laughs> I'm better. So <laughs> I'm going to win now. I'm going to win every game. Uh, Dabrook, excited to meet future new best friends. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. Like, I've made some great friends in this community. So, like, if if there's the pool's doubled, that that means there's probably less shitheads in the community as as an average now, which is which is positive, right? Yeah, mediocrity for the win. I'll definitely be lowering that level. Don't worry, Rob. <laughs> Thanks, <for> that. <laughs> Love I it. appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> uh, or you get, uh, or you get by worse opponents from who knows that's Chinese New Year put any codex reload a month behind even if they had capacity really uh, more shitheads surely but shitheads are the only people I want in the community just legends uh, through and through um, uh, hello yes me I had a few games of TTS played Matthew he said I'm more welcome to come to the next build tournament you should do it guys Uh math means uh, the same percentage of shitheads just likely you're less likely to meet them there you go John uh, and Mandoli says they just don't have a product they want to sell it they're just hamstrung by the fact that uh, China shipping is problematic. Um, why? Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to talk. I mean, to quote Dave Chappelle, no one wants to make iPhones in our country, do they? Because then there'd be $9,000. So, yeah. like. That's the problem with books. It, the, the reason why they do it is they are so much cheaper printing it over to there. To make in China? Yeah. Even even when you include the, the courier cost of sending a container's worth of it over here, it still works out cheaper. <sighs> Because of the slavery, eh? That's the that's the tough part. The that's unit why. price is so much lower. The bit because I don't want to talk my about. book. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let, and then listen. I, I just couldn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, sitting on a website for an hour only to get nothing. And seeing the product scout by eBay later is real bad uh, fuels PR. I don't think it's by design. Says Ixtab, and I agree with Ix. Uh, how much cheaper would it be making digital and not print so many? Couch warrior. Like I wish this was a t- <laughs> this is the tiniest microphone of all time, but fucking. Correct answer. Like, imagine <laughs> if you could survey just... says. And our survey says, Everyone make your fucking digital, one. you stupid pricks. Like, because that's free, <laughs> right? Like, the the production cost is zero pounds. Well, yeah, zero. The content itself, but yeah, there's no physical production outside of the development. Yeah, there's one person one time doing the digital file. Done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you to uh, GW is well run for donating one pound to the show. Uh, Gwiz well run. That's a nice Welsh name. <laughs> so Pete Pratt said the last time my band released a CD, it was much cheaper to get the packaging printed in China and shipped, and that was ten years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, sweet. Well, we've gone in a circle on this conversation today, uh, and I apologise about it. that. But John, uh, what's nice is. Give us three months. This conversation will be a. St- Do you know what? We could just go live and replay this. Sh- replay this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, Rob. By then, I will have made my own table, and I won't have to have used Games Workshop stuff. And then they will have lost that money. So jokes <laughs> on them. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, listen. It's been lovely talking to you guys. Thank you very much. We've got Chris tomorrow talking about uh 3d printed terrain uh and also but not like like 40k stuff uh because i normally talk about age sigma stls so he's going to yes. talk about some 40k stls uh yeah. and we're going to talk about that because the 40k stl industry is is pretty rampant uh and also uh well it tends to be a lot more about bringing stuff that looks to ip breaches or similar to yeah yeah whilst the i found the fancy stuff tends to be more here's a cool idea and we're going to just make a really crazy one that could work as this army yeah yeah it's gonna be good but john thanks for being on the show appreciate you my pleasure twitch chat thanks for tuning in you're all lovely thank you to everyone who's donated some money to the show uh be it not just uh, take the piss or uh or a genuine donation i mean they're all genuine donations so thank you you're all lovely uh and very much appreciated uh we will um i will never raid the i've raided this the sort we need to do a raid now uh thanks to everyone on the podcast uh hope you're all well um, uh, so let's go do a raid job. Can, can uh, it John not is... be four lovely ladies again? Because that was really confusing. 
Please well, nothing you, like that ever again. I'm, I'm kind of getting into just just only raiding weird shit, but if you guys want to just raid a Warhammer person, then that's fine, John. You get to choose. Let's, let's keep it in the community, man. Let, let's make sure that our little community... We raided someone fishing yesterday. It was fucking hilarious. How can you not think oh. that that's brilliant? Um, all right, okay. I don't do fishing. Who, who do you want to raid? So we've raided the source before, but everyone's really digging the source. He's like a, a real fun guy. Um, uh, so that's the guy, John. The French one was weird, because I came in and I was like... I. I the, the raid had happened. I was like, what am I watching? I was like, I don't even know what's going on, but I'm just listening to them talk. Uh, there is Chris P. Minis, who's painting Gandalf. Um, there is uh, some fella painting Tao, John. Um, uh, there is... Oh. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what yeah, that's about. Tristan, we're not, not, not going to raid that one. That's not okay. Um, that's Skits uh, Mix. Apparently that's what Dumbler's suggesting. Let's see what that is. This is uh, terrible TV now. Yeah. So, so what are you doing with your afternoon, Rob? Painting terrain, eh? <laughs> God, <laughs> never saw that. Never. Uh, Miniatures Den is one of the best painters on the platform. Xtab, let's go raid Miniatures Den. I'm going for that. Where is? Uh, you mean Alchemist Painting? Is that who he means? Death Watch and Oh, Miniatures Den's already got loads lava. Of yeah, 128. What about well, brush for fire? We can just we just go make some friends. Let's go make some friends yeah. in the miniatures den, shall we? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Six hundred people watching two blokes fish. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I think that was really interesting as a raid yesterday. Like, unbelievable. All right, we're gonna raid the miniatures den because they seem like great people. Um, so, thanks everyone for tuning in, John. Thanks for being here. Loads of love to you. Talk to you soon. Have a nice day.